I'm going on a slightly different tangent in this episode because one of the things that has really helped me to step into and live my own best life has been money. So listen in and I'll share with you some of my journey around my money beliefs. Hello, I'm Amy Cruz and thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. My mission is to help you take practical steps each and every day towards living your best happy life. I'm here to motivate, energize you and inspire you as well as share tips and lessons I've learned along the way. So let's dive in. Money. It makes the world go round, right? We can't survive without it. Yet so many people struggle with the idea of talking about money, of having money, of not having money. There are so many beliefs that are within us around money. And I know that for me, this was something that I really struggled with for quite a long time, actually. Um, And it wasn't because I had a really um, difficult upbringing. There was money in the family. I I never went without food. You know, I was cared for and and, um, I always had what I needed to have to live a happy life as a child. But when it came to growing older and taking responsibility and having money for myself, and in fact, in particular, charging money for the services I offered. Oh my goodness, that was a whole world of difference. And I really, really struggled. And I know that I'm not alone here. And in particular, people who have um, holistic businesses, I know struggle with charging. And I think there's something about when you are selling yourself, and you are asking people to buy into you, there's often some money beliefs that are, si- that are sitting underneath that that can really, really get in the way. And it's taken me a while to get on top of mine, but I feel like I'm in a place now where I really love and accept money. Um, I'm really happy to charge money for the work I do, and I feel like I charge fairly, and I feel like I charge reasonably, and I really feel like it's the right level of exchange for what I offer my clients and what they receive in return for my expertise and for my experience. But it wasn't always like that. And I remember that when I very, very first set out as a coach, I invested a lot of money in my training and I really believed that it would make a huge difference to my life. And it did. It made a huge difference to my life. But you know what? I was a little bit in debt at that time and the coaching qualification I almost saw as an answer, a way that I could recoup the money and I could go out and I could start charging people. But do you know what happened? What was I charging? I wasn't charging thousands of pounds, which is what I had invested in my coaching qualification. I was charging 20 quid an hour. And even when I got qualified and I was kind of really feeling the experience, I upped it and I was charging 50 quid an hour and 60 quid an hour. And you know what? There is no right or wrong around what you should charge for the service you offer. You only need to look at a hairdresser salon or a gym membership and you'll see there's a whole raft of different charging scales from like $11.99 a month uh, right through to hundreds of pounds every single month. And, you know, what's right for you isn't going to be right for the next person. But it's about really what sits behind that and what what beliefs you have that enable you to charge what you charge. So if I just go back to my own journey and share with you a bit of that, as I said, you know, in the early days, I believed that 
because I was only newly qualified, I should only charge a small amount of money. And yes, I was newly qualified, but do you know what? I had been already coaching in organizations for a couple of years by that point. So yes, I was only just qualified, but I was already two years worth of experience. And two years of experience in coaching leaders and managers in business, you know, and on some really big, important stuff around, you know, how they were managing their staff, what they were struggling with, helping them to overcome some of the things that were holding them back. But I had this belief that because I was newly qualified, I could only charge this much money. And it kind of started from there, really. So as I went through my journey, and in particular, when I came to a point, you know, much later in life around what I was going to offer and how I was going to do it, um, I started to take on some corporate clients. And I knew because I'd been on the other side in an organization that if I was to say to a corporate client, yeah, I'm going to charge you 60 quid an hour, there was this belief from the organization that that was too cheap. So that coach probably wouldn't be good enough, probably wouldn't be right, because they were charging too little. So I was then having to think about how do I counteract that? So I charged the most money that I had ever charged. And you know what, the organization didn't even bat an eyelid. And that was a really learning, that was a real learning experience for me because it really started me on this journey of charging what I believed I was worth. And it didn't come out until much later, but I was really struggling with this belief around, am I worth this money? Am I worthy of charging people? And it probably came out properly, I'm going to say maybe three years ago. And I was finally able to release that belief. Now, I have no idea where that came from. Um, There's nothing that is in my conscious about having this belief that says, I don't deserve this money, or I'm not worthy of charging this money. I'm not worthy of having success with money. So I don't know where that came from. But all I know is that that was a belief that was holding me back, that then I was able to release and move forward with. But at every stage of our life journey, every stage of our business journeys, money is a thing that can throw up beliefs. And it doesn't matter how much you're earning, how much you're charging, it can happen at any point. You know, and I know there's there's a great story around, um, you know, calling out a tradesperson and them spending, you know, three seconds fixing the problem and then they charge you a hundred quid. And you think, well, how on earth have you been, you know, you've charged me a hundred quid and you've literally been in my house 30 seconds and you fix the problem. And what they're charging you for isn't for the time that they're in your house fixing the problem. It's for all the time, all the energy, all the effort and all the experience that means they can walk into your, your house and solve that problem in 30 seconds. And so there's this real thing about time and money and whether or not it's good value for money because of the amount of time you get and things like that. And it's really interesting when I think about my kind of journey with money. um, And I know that I was something that was going on for me when I very, very first invested in a coach. And I spent quite a lot of money investing in a very well known business coach who promised that uh, he was going to work with me to really help me to get focused on what I need to do to put some strategies in place that were going to really help me to be able to step into the business. And I was really up for it. I was so ready. And you know what? It was a really, really crap experience. 
And I think that that is one of the things that probably held me back in terms of investing money um, and investing money in my business and also me, but also to think about my own client experience. In a way, it was a really, really harsh lesson. It was a great lesson for me because it made me realize that I'm not going to be that sort of coach. When I charge money for my clients, I'm going to absolutely make sure that they 100% know what they're signing up for. They know what our goals and outcomes are going to be. We're really aligned together and they're really prepared to know what they're investing in. And I felt like I did all of that, but ultimately what I invested in didn't deliver. And that's unfortunate, but it's a lesson along the journey. But I do think that was one of the things that maybe stopped me from uh, feeling relaxed about spending money for investing in things. And for a long time, I didn't invest in myself. And actually, I stepped back from the idea of coaching as a business. I retreated to the safety of coaching in an employed role. And whilst I had an amazing opportunity to create some fantastic experiences, including launching an internal coaching service, doing some incredible trainings so I could supervise other coaches, and I worked with some really, really talented people. We had lots of fun. You know, actually, it was at that point that I really thought, yeah, you know, I'm stepping back from here because this maybe isn't right for me. I'm maybe not a business person. Maybe I'm not good enough to be a business person. So it obviously introduced lots of other beliefs that weren't money beliefs. And then it wasn't until much later on in my career that I suddenly really started relaxing about my money beliefs. And I started changing some of the things that I believed in. And it wasn't easy. And it's taken real practice. One of the people that has really inspired me around this is a writer and a money expert called Denise Duffield Thomas. You might have heard of her. And she's written a number of books, and uh, one of which is called Lucky Bitch. And she's written Get Rich Lucky Bitch as well. And they're great books for really challenging our mindset around money. And I really started to embrace some of her methodology, which is around starting to learn to love and accept money, to recognize that money is really, really important and we all need it. We all need it to achieve what we want to achieve in life. But also that sometimes the the way that we deal with money in our adult life comes from a, a variety of experiences we've had in our life to that point. So quite often where we're at doesn't necessarily reflect an exact point that we've decided to have this belief about money. It's a culmination of a lot of different things that we've experienced in our life to date. So it's really just, I suppose, a prompt for us to think about what are the money beliefs that you're holding on to right now? Because I know that I reflect about mine and it could be like I talked about earlier that, you know, is the time worth the money? Uh, you know, how do how does that person justify, you know, charging that much or, you know, spending that much? You know, you might find that you you spend, you know, 20 or 30 pounds on a rug, whereas somebody else wouldn't spend less than two or 300 pounds. And you might think, well, that's crazy. You can get exactly the same thing. But the value that that person places on the money and their experience is completely different. So really just getting you to think about what are the money beliefs that are in your life right now and how are they helping you and how are they hindering you as well? And then start to think about what might need to change as a result of those things that are in your head around money.
Thank you so much for listening today and I really hope you've been inspired to make even one change whether that's a thought process or you're going to go and take an action that's all it takes to get started please do share this with your friends family and social networks I'm on a mission to bring more joy more motivation and energy to the world and the more people the merrier 